Welcome, everybody, to Tokens of Wisdom. I'm your host, Dave Rothschild, a partner at Cole Freeman & Mallon, a boutique law firm with one of the leading private fund practices on the West Coast. On today's show, we're going to discuss the definition of a security and whether it's a good idea to bet your business on digital assets not being securities. Here's a little preview. No, it's not. Make sure you listen to the disclaimer at the end of the show, like always, and let's dive right in. Savvy listeners have no doubt by now picked up on a common theme that applies to many of the laws we've discussed so far. Many of them turn on whether the assets you're investing in are securities. You're not an investment advisor unless the advice you are providing relates to securities. Your fund is not an investment company requiring a registration exemption unless it is investing in, you got it, securities. And you, savvy listener, are no doubt also aware that there isn't much clarity on whether digital assets are securities or not. So that begs the question, what is a security? Well, like many things in the law, it has a very long and precise definition that includes a number of specific assets, stocks, bonds, debentures, and then it has this catch-all term for investment contracts. Unsurprisingly, a digital cryptographic token is not listed anywhere among the specific assets that make something a security. So whether a digital asset is a security or not turns on whether it is an investment contract. So what is an investment contract? Well, the lack of clear meaning of this phrase led to litigation, unsurprisingly. This is America we're talking about. In the early 1940s, there was a company in Florida that went by the name of Howie. Howie sold rows of planted citrus trees to investors along with a contract to service the trees. The investors in Howie put money into the trees and expected to generate some profit from it. The SEC came in and said, that is a security and you didn't register it with us and we're going to get you in trouble. Howie said, not really. I'm just selling citrus trees. What are you talking about? This case wound its way through the courts and eventually made it up to the Supreme Court, which issued a ruling almost 80 years ago that still stands today to determine whether something is an investment contract and thus whether it's a security. The Supreme Court and Howie decided that the citrus tree sales were an investment contract because it was an investment of money in a common enterprise with the expectation of profits derived from the efforts of others. Those four elements are what determine whether something is an investment contract. And those four elements are known today as the Howie test, a name you might hear frequently cited in the news when discussing whether a given asset is a security. I'll say them again because they're super important. Number one, investment of money. Number two, a common enterprise. Number three, expectation of profits. Number four, derived from the efforts of others. Very simple in theory. I mean, we can all count to four, right? But very complicated and ambiguous in application. So how do you apply that to digital assets? I don't know. I'm stumped too. And I'm a securities lawyer. I cannot tell you confidently that asset X or asset Y or asset Z is not a security based on this analysis. Nobody can. The SEC has consistently stated among all the digital assets that exist that Bitcoin is not a security. The current SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, even agrees with that, though he's walked back some of his predecessor's statements regarding Ethereum. Previous SEC chairs thought Ethereum was not a security also. But with the recent merge and the move to proof of stake, people are wondering whether the profits of Ethereum are now being derived from the efforts of others and whether this change to proof of stake from proof of work might lead some to consider Ethereum a security now too. It's pretty clear that Bitcoin is not a security. If you're investing in anything else, it is not at all clear 
that you're not investing in securities. So all that said, you might get advice from friends, from family, even from attorneys that you work with that you're not investing in security. You're only investing in tokens. Aha, you say, a silver bullet. I don't have to deal with all those 3C1 ownership limits. I can have more than 100 investors in my fund and they don't have to be qualified purchasers because my fund's not an investment company. We're not investing in securities. We're investing in tokens. I don't have to worry about registering as an investment advisor or analyzing the exemption regime that might apply to me because I'm not acting as an investment advisor. I'm being compensated for giving advice on the purchase and sale of tokens, not securities. That sneaky podcast lawyer was trying to trick me and make me jump through unnecessary hoops. Well, to those of you who think that way, I would say, how do you know you're not investing in securities? Are you going to do a deep legal dive on every asset you considered investing in? Are you going to engage a law firm to produce a legal opinion, walking through the Howey test and confirming that this specific asset and the transactions in which you're participating are not securities? Putting aside whether it's even physically possible to find a law firm that would issue an opinion on many of the assets that exist out there, I kind of think it's not. That would be an extremely time-consuming and slow process. Crypto moves fast. You're not going to you're not going to wait 3 weeks to get the report from the attorneys as to whether this asset is a security, you might have to make a split second trading decision. Digital assets trade 24 seven. It's so impractical as bordering on the impossible, unless you're really only touching a handful of tokens and you're doing that deep dive analysis before you touch any of them. And even if you do that, there's no guarantee that the SEC will view it the same way you do or the same way your attorneys do. Just look at Coinbase. Coinbase undergoes a rigorous evaluation of every asset before it lists it on its platform. Coinbase does not want to register as a security exchange, among other things. So it's trying not to sell securities on its platform. It goes through ostensibly an extremely rigorous process to make sure that it's not selling securities. Well, in the last couple months, the SEC brought an insider trading action against the Coinbase employee for profiting off the inside information about what assets were about to be listed on Coinbase. The SEC is stating in black and white that they disagree with Coinbase's analysis and that in the SEC's opinion, certain assets listed on Coinbase's site are in fact securities. Okay, so back to the drawing board. How do you know you're not investing in security? If the deep dive legal opinion on each asset is not a very practical or viable option, maybe you could just ask the SEC. Oh, well, good luck with that. Coinbase tried to engage with the SEC on a process before launching its Lend program, and the SEC basically shut it down before it could even start. You're not going to get answers specific to you, but what you're inviting, if you ignore the well-trodden path of investment company exemptions and investment advisor regulation, is you're inviting SEC enforcement. Like I said up top, I know you're paying attention to the news, and I know you can see the slew of enforcement actions the SEC has brought against digital asset-related enterprises in the last 10 years. I tried to count them up. I've counted over 100 already in the last 10 years. Oftentimes, they're securities fraud, but it's not unusual to see the SEC come after a fund manager, for example, for selling unregistered shares of an investment company. In other words, a fund manager who set up their fund on the assumption that their fund was not an investment company because it's investing in tokens, and then either exceeded the 100 beneficial ownership limit of 3C1 or just ignored the question of whether their investors are qualified purchasers to know if they could rely on 3C7. It's not unusual to see the SEC come after investment managers for running an unlicensed investment advisory business for failing to register or claim a proper exemption. I'm not saying the SEC's regulation by enforcement approach is the right one, but I'm saying that's what we're dealing with. That's the landscape we're operating in right now. And unless you want to risk enforcement, you are better off assuming that these assets are securities and structuring your 
business accordingly. Like we've talked about on the first couple episodes, it's a well-trodden path to have an exempt investment company and run an investment advisory business. It takes some work up front. There's some expense, but it's not prohibitive by any stretch. It's not even that arduous. If you find yourself in an enforcement situation, at the bare minimum, it's going to be a massive headache. It's going to totally disrupt your business and it's going to cost you excessive amounts in legal defense. And that's if you win. If you lose, you can say goodbye to your new investment management career. So keep this in mind the next time someone's trying to tell you that these assets are not securities so that you don't have to comply with these laws. The cost of compliance is far lower than the cost of enforcement. Well, now that all that boring regulatory analysis is out of the way, it's time for the part you've all been waiting for. The legal disclaimer. In this show, I describe laws and regulations from a 10,000-foot view, and while this should be obvious to most, I need to say it nonetheless. This show is for informational purposes only, and nothing said here constitutes legal investment or tax advice. If you're thinking about starting a fund or you're curious about what's involved, this show is a good resource as you explore your options. But if you're going to pull the trigger and launch a fund, please engage an attorney to assist you. Last but not least, if you have any questions about what we discussed today, feel free to send us an email at TOW at Spelled out in the show notes. 